0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Lola Clavo. Lola, thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Lola, you're in Barcelona now. We're talking uh, November 2021. I, I want to talk about the work you've been doing and, and what's happening uh, but how, how were things for you this last year? I, I would imagine that's challenging, you know, the nature of, 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 of cinema, how things are screen changed. Um, how, how was the last year for you in terms of, of developing work?
1: Um, it's been interesting. Uh, it's been challenging, but also it's uh, been interesting to find other ways of working and collaborating. So, I mean, it has some good things. I mean, my my last year has been crazy because I've moved from I was living in Colombia in Medellin, and I moved to Barcelona. So I've changed continents, um, but uh, I've been working. I was I was doing developing a documentary when the pandemic started. So I started working with uh, the, the people that were going to be on the film uh, remotely. So they would they, they started sending me videos that they were shooting instead of me going and shooting with them, um, and that was very very interesting, and it changed completely the film.
0: Right, well, that's a whole different way of working, right? The participants yeah. are are sending you video. Are you kind of directing it all that way? Do you interact with how they're making um, that, that footage?
1: I guide them a little bit but I I I changed I mean I decided I was going to do a a film that was going to have different views or different voices and they're going to be they were going to be as well kind of directors like me um so I do Tell them uh, suggestions of you know how to hold the camera and how long the shots should be at least. Or uh, if they are they don't know what to do, they, I give them ideas of you know things they could film. But in the end, they they basically decide what they want to show and then and they want to send me. And um, it's really nice because you get uh, you get very interesting surprises, <laughs> some some disappointments, but mainly surprises, good ones, and it's. It's uh, I don't know I, I really enjoyed that process now we we stopped with this but for a while I was just receiving videos every day from people that were they were showing me their life. so I felt very honored as well.
0: So let's talk about that project um how is that coming together can we talk about what that what that will become or or, or even some of the the stories that you're hearing through these videos?
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, it started as a fiction then it turned a documentary and it is kind of a documentary now but it's a bit of an experimental documentary. Um and it's about female masculinity. So the protagonists are women that have uh, masculine gender expression and um, basically, I work. I, I I talk to them, and you know, they send me videos, and we talk about subjects uh, related to the body, to gender, but also as well to family, community, or whatever worries them. Like, for instance, work is a is a big worry because there's a, uh, it's very difficult to find work for many women. Um, so that's you know that started to be a big thing on, on the research. So now I have quite a lot of footage from Colombia. I started working with women in Colombia when I was there, uh, and I've moved to Barcelona, so I'm starting to look for women that want to be part of the project in here, in, in Barcelona. Um, and once, I don't know when I'm going to finish this, but the idea is to to do like a collective portrait of sort of the female, uh, the, um, the masculine women outside the sort of English-speaking countries because it's a very different world.
0: So let's talk about that different world than outside the, the English-speaking countries. So so what are the parameters of it? Which, which countries and is it, you know, I mean, how many countries? And, I mean, I'd like to talk about the difference in that experience, but um, which countries are we talking about?
1: Um, right now it's going to be Colombia and Spain and I might open it up to... France and maybe Greece, but it's not, it's not sure. Um, but the difference, well, you know, even when you're doing research on, on this subject, you have lots of things in, um, in the U.S. or the U.K., for instance, even in Australia. So you find lots of, uh, you know, articles, studies, reference of, you know, women that are known and, and they're masculine, and you go to Latin America, Spain, uh, and south of Europe, and it's really, really hard to find that.
0: And what is the difference in, in, in experience there? This is, um, you know, because we're we're talking about like views of body and cultural issues, uh, all all, all yeah. a myriad of issues. What what is what are you finding as a different experience between um, if if we can sum that up or, or, or just begin to explore between English speaking company countries and um, and non English speaking ones in the, you know, with, with the kind of questions you're asking
1: so i think in latin america and uh, spain and you know sort of latin latin countries um the division the binary between man and uh, and woman is so so strong it's so so like um divided and organized and gender roles are uh, a really big part of the culture so um also, because I think it's Catholic, Catholic um, countries as well, or cultures, you know. So um, you find like it's especially in Colombia. For me, it was amazing to to see how aggressive this this division was. Like I, I myself would find my, would go on the street, and I am a masculine woman, and I would feel like people were just looking at me like I'm a, I don't know, a alien or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Or just assume that I was a man because it's completely, even, you know, a, a woman with short hair is like a crazy thing in there, no? So this made me think, it made me think how different it's the experience to, uh, to someone who maybe lives in, in, in the UK or in Germany, which there's also problems and differences, but it's not as, um, I think the aesthetic part and the uh, moral part of it is this, it might be. I'm not sure. It might be stronger in in this sort of uh, more Latin countries.
0: And and, does and, make sense? and this film, yeah, that does make sense. Of course, it's a, the, the the culture is more. Um, also, uh, you know, my wife's from Spain. It's a more kind of, as she says, a kind of machista culture. There's a there's a a, a much more aggressive kind of male counterpart to some English speaking countries.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it is, and well, yeah, it's it's how the society is organized, isn't it? So, uh, you know, the jobs are divided by gender, the, the clothes are divided by gender, the uh, um, chores at, at at home they're divided by gender. Everything is divided by gender. So when you don't fit in one gender, even if it's just by the way you dress, this is is a huge huge problem for the system. So, and you find that. People who live outside this, they're completely, they're huge outsiders. They have no work, no jobs. They they struggle to, every day, you know, to... <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I'm getting really sick. Um, mm. They struggle to, to have sort of a, a normal life, to say in horrible words, but, you know, to just do basic things. And, but at the same uh, time, should... in my film, I want to say... Um, I'm not talking about the the bad parts, I try to make, I'm trying to make a film who shows the positive parts as well, you know.
0: Mm. So, so let's talk about some of those positive parts, it, it, you know, um, I would imagine that, that, you know, there are support systems there, but, but what are they? I mean, I was just reading the, the kind of fascinating book by Legacy Russell called Glitch Feminism, and she was talking about how, um, how online communities, internet communities, in, especially in the 80s and 90s, I would imagine some are now, um, were, were sources of great support for, um, you know, for people of color, for people who basically wanted to present in a lot of different ways, is, is what she was saying, um, uh, i mean that's that's kind of her theory but but is the internet or or a safe space and a place for for support or or is there is there other places
1: Well definitely I think internet is it's now a place for support where you can find you know you can look for people like you whatever you know even with your same ideas or your same hobbies whatever you want the internet is great for that, and it makes you maybe feel less alone in some in some ways but um I don't think that in in the in the case of Colombia, maybe Spain Spain is different, but Colombia, um, most of the women that I found that were butch women there, um, they are basically working class. Um, some of them they don't have phones. Um, they don't. They live more in the present in in the, in, in the uh, sort of uh, not digital time. So. Um, I think the support there is more the community that they can find uh, around them, you know, so more uh, people in their neighborhoods, their friends, um, some LGBTQ associations that they go to, or, you know, it's it's not as as common. I mean, obviously, there's Internet in Colombia, and some people use it, and it's great, but um, <clears throat> I don't think it's... Uh, such a big part of of uh the culture in these countries and than, than in uh, english-speaking countries or european countries
0: and and so so it so that's growing then so part of what your film is is exploring is is not only you know the the struggles through the eyes of of this community but also um but also as you were saying that these the community itself—is is that what's being celebrated, or as you're saying, kind of the the you know the yeah. positive aspects of what's happening?
1: Well, it's being yeah. What I celebrate is people who just decide to you know that, that are not afraid to be different and and to explore other ways of of feeling or of living gender and and identity and their bodies. So um, even though it's hard sometimes, you know, especially in in, in places where you know there's a lot of, of machismo, as you said, um, usually there are pe- these, these women are be- women with lots of joy, with lots of interest, with lots of friends. They have no problems having lovers. They have no problems, um, you know, as well. I don't know, having a, a party and enjoying themselves. So, uh, I, I, this is what I want to focus on. Like sometimes the fact that your 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 life is made a bit more difficult than other people also gives you more strength so um it shows i want to i want to show as well this this sort of energy that's around these women most of them that is amazing it's an energy of of not giving a shit sometimes (laughs) and also of you know doing whatever they want and how, how however they want so that's a very um i think it's an inspiration
0: I think so too i i, I love that um spirit and, uh, and and your work and what you're saying um Ola, i want to ask you one more question before we go what are you uh, reading at the moment
1: i am reading the uh biography self biography i don't know if you say that in english is it called autobiography autobiography. Oh, autobiography yeah, <laughs> yeah. of yeah. natario which is a, a spanish artist Um, and I'm enjoying it very much.
0: Lola, I want to thank you so much for the work you're doing and and for taking this time to talk with me today. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.